Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Everyone, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. We are tired. Why are we tired? Well, I'll tell you. We took a 10-month-old to a happiest place on Earth. So happy. Yeah. Uh, we just spent the weekend, guys, in Disneyland. The land of the Diz. <laughs> no one calls it that. Yeah. Uh, we stayed over. We did. Plot twist. Yeah, we stayed over. I think people knew that. I forget what we told people. I feel like that was like my number uno complaint. Yeah, but then. Maybe it, that was just off the air. But then it turned out that you liked where we stayed. I did. We stayed off prop, guys. Off prop. Unprecedented for Matt Myra. Never have I stayed off prop in my life. But guess what? We stayed off prop. And you realized that the off prop prop was closer than the on prop prop. Yeah, well, unless you're at the Grand California, which is, you can, you know, go down to the lobby and then be in the park. Uh, California Adventure, that is. Uh, Disneyland Hotel is, like, at the end of downtown Disney, and then Paradise Pier is, like, around the other side of downtown Disney. Uh, These convention center hotels over at Anaheim Convention Center are, are just as walkable, if not more so. They're quieter, less uh, stressful, I think probably, and uh, Mickey Waffle Maker. So, what? Do you, what else could you possibly want? We stayed at the Residence Inn at the Convention Center, mm-hmm. and you know, hashtag not an ad. True, not an ad. Uh, but parking was easy. Uh, walking to the park was easy. Rooms were spacious, clean. Rooms, I, new. I don't really remember the rooms because we didn't spend a ton of time in them. But, but Dory yeah. and I are exhausted we are so tired um yeah like more tired than i thought i was gonna be but then again i did wake up at 4 30 
Yeah, Dory woke up at 4.30 for some reason. And then I couldn't fall back she to sleep. She decided it'd be a great idea. In classic Dory fashion. You're bad at falling back asleep. Correct. Yes, this is also a problem right now with Maddie, your niece. We're very similar. Yeah, she'll get up at 4 and Maddie then and can't I. go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I gotta, I don't know. Maybe you should just start meditating or something. You've recommended that before. Yeah, and you've never tried it. No, I, I have. Oh, has it I started listening to a podcast um on called excuse me yes dear called sleep cave Uh sleep cave sleep cove sleep cove yeah is it specifically designed for when you wake up and can't fall back basically it's basically designed for insomnia okay um and it actually worked for me but um, sleep once? cove it's called sleep cove no i've done it a few times guided sleep meditation and sleep hypnosis yeah um the man has a has a mellifluous british accent yeah i found him very very calming he yeah. reads his ads in the same tone of voice as he does the meditations I wonder what his cpm is you know you're getting a subliminal hypnotized ad i feel like you should pay more for that <laughs> well he does it at the top of the, he does all his ads at the top of the show there's uh-huh. no mid rolls I'd, I'd like a mid though you know what i mean yeah and sure. then he also has a patreon there's no mid rolls that you know of correct exactly yeah. maybe the mid rolls are 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 in the, the meditation yeah exactly Whoa. that blew me away yeah. hadn't thought about that um yeah sleep cove recommend um yeah i i keep forgetting to bring my headphones to bed i didn't have my headphones with me um last night so well you know you should keep them next to but bed. i will tonight maybe you charge them next to your bed or something yeah yeah that's a good idea i keep mine in the bedroom all the time i know uh specifically to go to sleep with yeah you're like, good about that yeah i can't uh I don't even know if I can do it anymore. Wow. Sleeping without something in my ears. Whoa. Yeah. I, I was pretty broken since the planes, you know, when I was taking planes all the time. Yeah, that did break you. Yep. Uh, I have yet to recover. But, yeah, Disneyland with a 10-month-old. And, I mean, I don't know. Sort of not as hard as we thought, but also exhausting in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he managed to nap in the park. Both, yeah. both days I had to usher him away to the quiet corners of the park. Uh, you bought a blanket today. Today I bought a blanket. I sh- we should have brought a blanket. I should have brought a blanket. Think about that. But. Uh, you know, I tried covering the thing with my vest and your vest. He took your vest. He like just grabbed it, <laughs> sucked it in like a, like tremors. <laughs> and they started laughing at me. Uh, and then he kept doing this thing where like I had the, the, the thingamajiggy clothes, the shade or whatever you would call it. Mm-hmm. And he just kept lifting it up and laughing. Mm. Oh, it's pretty funny. No, I mean like he would not, it's just so much stimulation. He couldn't really be put to sleep. So, you know, we did the sleep uh, machine inside the crib, crib stroller, stroller. and, uh, Really, it all came together once I was at the store at Pooh Corner and said, hey, do you got a blanket? And they said, we have one blanket. Do you want it? And I said, yes. <laughs> and then $86 later. No. I mean, I bought him a tiny Eeyore and a pair of socks, but yeah, must have been like a $60 blanket. <laughs> oh, God. But it was like too late. Couldn't turn back. No, you couldn't. And that, but you fa- you did find a really nice secluded corner. I'm aware of that corner. I've no, I've known about that corner. Really? Yeah. Might say it's a shaded corner. It's the shaded corner of Pooh Corner. Yeah. Um, good place for a baby to hang out. Seems like it's a little loud, but if he's got a blanket over him and a, and, a, and a noise machine, he doesn't know the difference. No. So I just sat there for an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, I went to the Bibbidi Boppity Boutique with my niece. Yeah. And did Rise of the Resistance last night. We were in line for two hours <laughs> because the ride, we were probably like 10 minutes from getting in there oh after God. waiting. 35 minutes oh my god and it broke 
And I've, I've, Which happens apparently happens like every day. Well, there's nine thousand components to that ride, so every, you know it's like fourteen ride systems in one. So if one of them goes, mm. Steve was reading something. My brother-in-law uh, was reading something about uh, the ride requiring a sixty-minute reboot. So oh shit! So if it, so goes, if it down, goes down, it's a minimum down an, an hour. hour. Yeah. Whoa. And then we, the. Do you think they're ever like, just unplug it and plug it back in? Sure. I think that's exactly what they have to do. Uh, but like the. So the BB 8 animatronic was not working for us at the top. And then the Kylo Ren and uh, Dom, Donald Gleason, whatever his. Oh, Admiral Hux, I think is his name in the movie. Those two animatronics weren't working. Even after all that. So yes. the, the ride can go with those animatronics not working, but there yeah, are others. Yeah, I mean, it's like a B mode. You know, they have these A and B modes. Oh, And I like see. the B mode is just Kylo Ren frozen. <laughs> just his head cocked like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and Donald Gleason's just facing out. What's your, what's your review of the ride overall? I think if you... I mean, it's it's all... It's all ride things together in one thing. Mm. It's impressive. Very impressive. I'm a little jaded because of having been through Star Trek The Experience in Vegas, you know, four or five times, which weirdly is very similar. Hmm. But the difference there being like, I mean, there weren't stormtroopers shooting lasers at you right. in the ride and there weren't. Anima- cool animatronics um it was live act live actors but you know the feeling of like oh my god i'm in a spaceship is the same mm-hmm. cooler for me in the uh star trek world because i'm more of a trekkie than a star wars person but um <laughs> dory's uh dory's esophagus just hit the eject <laughs> button on something um and uh yeah i think it's 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 terrific is it worth a two-hour wait yeah i think so because the whole experience like i think it's a 20 minute experience ride wise yeah which is like you know a bit longer than pirates of the caribbean so and you also you have to get ride capacity is is you know i think 1600 people an hour wow which is not the highest but it's not terrible it's no peter pan Peter Pan was is seven eighty. I, I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, but also the boarding passes for it go in like a minute every morning, right? Yeah. So if you're going to go to ride it, you have to get to the park at opening and try to get a boarding party, meaning like try to refresh to get the pass to get on it, and then they'll call your pass. Like yeah. Our brother-in-law, whatever, got on ninety-one. We yeah. were ninety-one, and he he was trying to get on at eight o'clock, right, on, like on the dot. And my sister was trying at the same time, and she couldn't even get on. Yeah. So boarding group ninety-one got to board at seven fifteen. We got over there, mm-hmm. and I think we got on the ride at nine Oof. because of the breakdown while yeah. we were there. So there were probably a bunch of groups that didn't get called because of the breakdown. Yeah, I mean, that's what happened the day before, too. Yeah. We only got to like 80-something the day Oof. before. Um, so it's a, it's a crapshoot. And, you know, if you're staying near the park, I would suggest not hanging around the park all day waiting for it. I would just go relax or something. Yeah. Go write other things. But, yeah, so Galaxy's Edge, I've done it all now. The Falcon, the thing. Oh, we couldn't go to the cantina because our yeah. reservation was at 8 o'clock, but we were stuck in a I line know. for a broken ride. That sucks. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. I got a Tatooine sunrise over at some rando stand, oh. which was just like a Arnold Palmer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yes, overall, I think if you're a Star Wars fan, Galaxy's Edge, I think, looks it was so the weather was so great all weekend. There was no sun, which I'm all for. Same, and Henry is too. Yeah, it was cold, cool enough to not to wear, to have a vest on and long sleeves, which is like, you never get to do that in Disneyland. Um, but I think Galaxy's Edge looks cooler at night. Yeah, the whole park does, really. Mm. 
we left right during the fireworks because we were both just tired dads trying to get back to a bed. Yep, yep, yep. And then I got back and I was like, oh, Dory's definitely asleep. Henry's asleep. I'm just going to sit out here and read on the internet. You should have just come in. No, it was, why? I would have been up. You know? Yeah, I guess. It was like, no, no reason. To. Were you in the lobby? No, I was sitting outside. Oh, just sitting outside the room? No, outside, there's like a park thing. Oh, 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 oh. You know, in the center between the three hotels. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, and it was like a little drizzly, but nothing terrible. What are you looking at? The bug. Oh. It's probably because that door is open a crack. And this light's super bright. Anyway, we got home today. And then I was going to leave to go to finally bring parts over to Imperial Vintage. And I decided it would be a great idea to, instead of moving Dory's car out onto the street, moving it over to the side and then backing out. Well, backing out, boom, my front end of my car love tapped the hose which also then love tapped the pipe that the hose is attached to and then at about what time was it it was three o'clock yeah water started gushing out of the of the of the thing and then i had to turn off the water valve and then learn how to fix pipes which i did he's a pipe fitter now (laughs) two 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 trips to the lum- to hardware store, only two. I'm impressed. Yeah, that's pretty low for you. It is pretty low for me. But I said, as every time I say, I was like, they they, I, they say, did you find everything you need? And I said, I won't know until I get home. Mm. So I'm going to classify this as only a, a, a mini boondoggle. Yeah. Well, I still have to go get uh, plumber's tape to mm-hmm. seal. It's actually nothing. I the, what I soldered is fine and holding water perfectly, but. It's the uh, the way the hose faucet uh, screws into the pipe. Mm. I need to put plumber's tape there. Mm. It's, right now it's like drip, drip, drip. Mm, we don't like that. No, we don't. But I'll tell you what we do like. Not bothering landlords <laughs> and learning uh, self-sufficient skills like plumbing. <laughs> And air conditioning. (laughs) Even when they take all afternoon, when all your wife wanted to do was just take a little nap. I know. All she wanted to do. I want you to know that I was exhausted as well. But Mm. what took precedent over all of this was making sure we could have water again. I'm I'm aware, (laughs) which is why I didn't didn't, make a big deal about it. Well, just sounds like you just kind of made a big deal about it. No, I was just explaining that. And, right. and by the way, based on previous, based on what happened today, I got to think that what happened the last time that happened was exactly the same thing. Mm. You know? You think you hit it? I must have. Yeah. How else did the thing be gushing like that? It was gushing. But I fixed it. I sealed, I, you know. Hopefully you did a better job than the plumber. Uh, I, I think I did, actually. Uh, I looked at what he did and... I was like, mm, I think I can do this. Luckily, I know how to solder, guys, thanks to guitars. And um, But this time I was like, I'm not going to sit here with a soldering iron to try to heat up this copper pipe. I'm going to go buy a professional torch. <laughs> it's, you know, it was $30. Mm-hmm. And now I have a torch to heat up piping if I need to Thank God. fit some pipes. <laughs> Over here using a clamp. Oh, boy. Just working, working the... Solder I'm sure you flux. weren't. I'm sure you weren't wearing safety goggles. I had my glasses on. Oh, okay. That counts. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I was also like grinding down copper too. Oh God. It was quite a day, guys. Yeah. But I'm tired. Dory's extra tired, and 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 I, I'm uh, I'm foolish. I, I wish I had not done that, and I wish I hadn't wasted my afternoon. Like you know. Henry was also tired because <laughs> he fell asleep in the car. And yes. so only had like a 35-minute nap. 
story had a nap in the car also. I had a nap in the car also, but neither of our naps were long enough. Yeah. And I tried to put him down again, and he was not having it. Dory's, Dory's nap was longer than Henry's, actually. Really? You stayed asleep longer than him. Whoa. Yeah. And then he got up. It was very funny the way he woke up. He just opened his eyes and just looked around and went, Ha. <laughs> And just started talking a little bit. <laughs> he is a funny little guy. Yeah. He seems to be, uh, you know, ready for whatever sorts of adventures are thrown his way. Assuming he has food <laughs> and water and shelter and dark and for sleep noise machines <laughs> and bathtubs um but he slept great at the park you know i mean not at the park but like at, at the hotel when he went to bed at his regular bedtime yeah and tonight he seemed to go down pretty easily yeah he did and uh you seemed to go down very easily mm. dory took a nap from henry's bedtime to seven thirty, so about an hour mm-hmm. while i was finally fixing up what i needed to fix up and then i was gonna head out i thought i thought we weren't gonna do this podcast everybody thought we were gonna be able to get to it till tomorrow but dory comes trudging out of the house like a zombie heading over to the podcast studio lab yep shed i don't with her computer and was like "Mm -hmm." if i have a thing i I usually like to be able to do it tell me too tell me about it anyway if you need uh, anything fixed plumbing wise you just go ahead and email matt and dory at gmail.com or doriamat at gmail.com or you can call 413-461-BABY yeah it'll and leave take, us a voicemail about your plumbing problem if it's an emergency i would call a local plumber but you know whatever just let me know yeah he'll be on his way how'd i learn also youtube whatever <laughs> okay <laughs> we'll be back one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know those like 
you know, the stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, we're back. Let's hear from you, the listener of the program. Okay. This is from Kathy. This was this was an email that made me chuckle. Mm. Hey guys, long time fan, first time communicating. During this week's episode at the 39 minute mark, Matt says, ugh, that seems terrible. He's referring to having children young and then having another after many, <laughs> many years. Okay. I'm just going to pause and editorialize for a moment. Please. I thought she was going to like be like, Matt, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. But she, she went, she went in another direction. Mm. As I sit here typing, I'm currently the proud mother of a 23-year-old, a 21-year-old, and dot, 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 a four-year-old. And let me tell you something, Matt. Oh, God. Terrible does not cover it, buddy. (laughs) Try fucking exhausted. (laughs) My first wonderful son was quite the surprise as I was an overachieving 19-year-old college student working hard for my nursing degree. My boyfriend at the time was incredibly supportive, so we decided to make the best of it, married, and had a beautiful, healthy baby boy. Immediately after, I had an IUD inserted, but learned the hard way that they sometimes fail. Son number two came shortly before my 21st birthday. Thankfully, he was also born perfect and healthy, but I had a treacherous post-C-section infection that left me short one ovary. Flash forward many, many years later, I'd been having a great relationship with my one ovary and the Nuva ring. I was chugging, chugging along happily. With one child entering UCLA and another finishing high school, taking vacations, taking time for myself. After being hit with a few brutal post-flu infections in winter 2014-2015, I was on a few rounds of antibiotics, lasting roughly six weeks. I'm not sure if it was my age that prevented my medical providers from reminding me to use backup contraception or the sheer chaos recovering from a long illness that caused me to forget. But yeah, antibiotics can prevent some methods of birth control from being effective. Surprise! Baby boy number three at age 39. Do not get me wrong. My kids are everything to me, and I'd gladly soft a limb if needed anytime they might request, but I am tired. Imagine helping one child adjust to adult life after graduating college while having to hear Elmo in the background to keep another one entertained. It's not Mm. easy. Mm. When I got pregnant at 39, I remember someone saying to me, it'll either make you feel like you're 100 or 20 again. Yes, yes, that was an accurate statement. I love my life and wouldn't change anything. I'm not a religious person, but I truly believe everything does happen for a reason. Like this third kid is the Terminator and was sent here to kill me. (laughs) So long story short, be careful people. Anything can and will happen. I clearly didn't find you guys for IVF reasons. I've been a longtime fan of Matt from Attack of the Show and Nerdist. And now I'm an even bigger fan of Dory. Love, love, love forever 35. And just love seeing the endless antics of Bo and Henry on Instagram. I don't know how you find the time, but I love your podcast. I hope you guys keep it going in some form or another for a long time. I truly look forward to it every Sunday. See, she, see, she listens to it on Sundays. She's a Sunday listener. Yeah, so we had to do it for you, Kathy. Thanks for all you do, Kathy Mason, San Diego, California, 3,100 square feet. Whoa, Kathy. Mom of three boys, Hunter, 23, Jagger, 21, and Jack, four. Oh, Henry was almost Jack. Henry was almost Jack. Wife of one husband and mom of one first son, Pigbert, age 13. Great name also. Uh, Wow. God. But like what's crazy about that is like she was 39 when she had her Mm -hmm. third and you were over that when you had Henry. Correct. And hearing her makes me tired for us. Yeah. Same. (laughs) I'm so tired. Do you feel younger because of Henry? Or do you feel like my aching bones? Why? Mm, You know, it's not so much my aching bones because I actually feel like knock on wood, like I'm in pretty good physical health. Mm -hmm. Um, It's more that like I'm tired. Yeah. Well, but you've always been a... I've always been someone who needed a lot of sleep. You've always been a weirdo. I mean, like, I remember in my 20s, 
going out. <laughs> I remember going out to bars like with friends and like my my boyfriend and like falling asleep at the bar. Like if it was past midnight, I would be like, guys, I'm so tired. And I would just sometimes like curl up in a corner and fall asleep, <laughs> which like bars don't really like you to do. Sometimes no, they, they don't ask us to leave. Um, so, yeah, I've always been someone who, who needs a lot of sleep. It's very opposite of me. Mm. I mean, I need I would love a lot of sleep. I just don't have time for it. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, it was, think about like. It's not it's not that, that you water. don't have water slide back. time for it. You just prioritize other things. Well, like look at for instance Thursday night. I got left work, got called but right before I drove out of work to go up to post to look at an edit. Then I sat with an editor for an hour, recut it, showed it to the showrunner, then had to run home to record a podcast with Andy for three hours two and a half whatever it was and i edited the podcast posted the podcast and then had to drive to our old house mm-hmm. to clean up the backyard mm-hmm. because our landlord is finally deciding to show it mm. <laughs> we've been out of it for four weeks mm-hmm. and then he had the the gall to ask us to be around to show it when we're like when he can't get down here and i'm like um i mean i can't say no to anything so i'm like i you know uh i mean if i'm around sure i'll make try to make the time to do that and then dory's like no <laughs> <laughs> we're we're very busy <laughs> matt's insane <laughs> just not gonna happen and Stu, old Stu, is like well, I, Dory, I appreciate you know, how straightforward you are uh, <laughs> that like, conversation well, was like the perfect encapsulation of the difference in our personalities yeah I, 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 I was just like I'll <laughs> he find literally was like I'll, I, I can put you in touch with the tenants and that's when I was like Stu no yeah I don't that's not our job. No. Our job is not to, unless you say, go ahead and sublet it until September for right. the same exact money, no problem. Right. Then we'll make it our job. But right now, your intent is to rent it out to somebody for more than we were paying for it. Mm-hmm. So paint the fucking house, Stu. Aye, aye, aye. I hope you got a great bid from Shannon. Ugh. You know what's going to happen is Shannon's going to tell him how much it's going to cost. Shannon is the contractor our landlord, our old landlord uses all the time. He's going to, Shannon's going to tell Stu how much it costs. And then Stu's going to think that's too much. And then have somebody else come out to do a bid. And that person's bid is going to be way higher than Shannon's. That's what happened every single time. Every you tried to have work done on the house. Every single time. So everything would take so freaking long because he needed bids he needed multiple bids and inevitably the second bid was much higher than whatever shannon told him yes and shannon <laughs> shannon like knows that this happens every single time he's always like oh Stu." yeah <laughs> it's crazy <sighs> all right let's and like i was literally like okay. trying to figure out how to figure fit everything into this week like thinking when i could show the house or something and I just put an end to that. Well, I was also like, and I was like, we have, we have seven podcasts to do this week. Yeah, no. And I'm only home for three days. Yeah, so no. One of them we have to go see our accountant. That's not happening. Ugh. Cray. Cray, cray. Cray, cray. Cray, cray, cray. Cray, cray, cray. Okay, here's a voicemail. Finally. That voicemail sounds like it's coming out of Dory's headphones, but I mean, not I Dory's headphones, but not her computer. Sorry, everyone, but it was uh, not totally plugged in for some reason. Hey, Matt and Dory, it's your friend Marantha here. Um, Marantha Balagobel? Because mm-hmm. Matt made a comment about how having a um, second child after the first one's already grown up and you're in your 40s, how it would be terrible, and he likened it to... If you were playing Red Dead Redemption and you lost your fi- your save file while you were on the last mission. <laughs> so I have a story. Um, I beat Red Dead Redemption 2 before my fiancé did, and I wanted to watch him play those last couple missions. 
And as Matt, I'm sure, knows, those last couple of missions in Chapter 6 all kind of run into each other, mm-hmm. and they don't really give you a chance to save. Um, and my fiancé was playing through those. It took him a couple hours, and right before, or right as he got into the first part of the first epilogue, our power went out. Oh, no. And he didn't have a save file from all those hours of work, Ugh. so... Really felt you on that one. Um, <laughs> just wanted to share that. But I do have a question for you guys. Uh, my sister just had a baby a few days ago, actually. Congrats. And she lives in a different state than we do. And um, I haven't... I want to visit her and my new nephew, um, but I don't know when would be the best time. So in your opinion, uh, what's the best time for a sibling to visit? I don't want to be in their way, but I also don't want to seem like I don't care enough. Mm-hmm. to come. So mm-hmm. um, what, what did you guys think was the best time uh, for family to visit Henry? Um, looking forward to hearing more from you guys in the future. Bye-bye. Do we have an answer for that yet? <sighs> Dory's parents came very quickly afterwards, and my parents came very quickly after that, or vice versa. I don't even remember. My parents came first, then your parents came. Yeah, but they were like, we kept the same Airbnb. Right? Well, because my sister came for like the two days in between. Yeah, so it was like your sister, then... It was my parents, my sister, then your parents. Yeah, and that was all within two weeks of him being born, right? I think my parents came when he was 10 days old. Yes. And then your parent, then Karen came when he was like two and a half weeks old, and then yeah. your parents came when right he was like... That. yeah, it's... Two and a half weeks plus two days. Yeah, like three weeks, almost three weeks old. Yeah. Um, I actually... I don't know. I I mean, it depends on how much support your sister has. Yeah. Because if there's none, I think you'd be a welcome visit. Yeah. But if they've got it sort of under control, the baby's just a blob. It's not going to do anything. Um, but like, how's your sister doing? Yeah. What does she need? I would say two months. I would also ask them. Yes, I would also ask them. I would just say, hey, like, I really I really want to come visit, but, you know, I, I want to know when the best time is to come. And, and like, please be honest with me. It's not going to hurt my feelings if you're like, don't come for another month. And we would have had more visitors, but Bo was a, was a lunatic. So Bo was a lunatic. It was just like, everybody stop. Just, if you're coming, make it a Thursday when we take our dog to the daycare. <laughs> um Yeah. And there's still people who haven't seen the baby just because of how much of a rigmarole it was at the time. And like now time has passed and I'm like, I bet they feel like too much time has passed. Yeah. Yeah. Now <laughs> so, it's like awkward. And, but it's really on us slash bow. Is it on my end of things? There yeah. have been people who have been like, I want to come see the baby and you have been like putting them off. Well, yeah. Really? Yeah, because it was like, well, yeah, I see what Dory's doing. I gotta get the, I gotta take some, to make sure it's the day the dog is available to be not here. And then I gotta make sure that it's like, you know, he's got all the shots. You know, this is like months ago. Right. Well, now I think we can also put Bo in here. Yeah. Let's see what he'll destroy in here. That sounds we've, fun. We've done that. Who has? We put him in here for something. I didn't do that. I think when the plumber was coming, I had Holly uh, put him in here. The plumber was here all day today. <laughs> all right. Moving on. This is from Molly. Hey, guys. Our baby girl is one month older than Henry, and it's been so wonderful hearing your day-to-day, the good and the bad, as we navigate our own way. I'm actually reaching out for something a little practical at the moment. I know you gave a bit of a download after your most recent trip and baby Hank didn't do super well on the plane, but I'd love to hear about how you thought those little extras you got to try and help went. Like, did the toy leashes even work? Did the classic toys do better than anything new? Should I just bring my car keys? Because that is always her favorite thing to go for. We're headed to San Diego in a week and unfortunately we're no longer a hub and have to take a connection both ways. I'm feeling more anxious than I'd like and want to try to be prepared. So any practical tips for these upcoming plane rides that actually worked for you would probably at least save my husband from having to carry our whole life through the terminal. Also, did you pack formula? If so, did you bring it in a non-labeled non-formula container? 
Ours is huge, and I'd love to bring a smaller amount, but I'm afraid that it would somehow not be okay with security. No idea why that thought is in my mom brain. Thanks so much. And hi to big brother Beauregard Bosch, Molly in Cincinnati, with 2,100 square feet, a 10-month-old, a 4-year-old, and a husband. P.S. Back when you were discussing names, I couldn't stop laughing because I was both a hyphenated kid. My mom was a boss. Plus, she was the last of four daughters to marry and wanted to keep the name going. Oh. What just happened there? Oh. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Anyway, what was the sentence I told you to remember? My mom was a boss. There you go. Mom was a boss. Hyphenated name. Let's go. My mom was a boss. Plus, she was the last of four daughters to marry and wanted to keep the name going. And I go by a different first name than my given one. My parents have never even called me by my given name. And no, the name they call me isn't even my middle name. People's eyes glaze over at this point because it is a lot. PPS, I was just watching the original Parent Trap, my personal preference of the two, and it made me think of you guys. What do you think the revival would have been like if they kept the twins in California and Boston instead of London? 2854 is when one twin is trying to learn how to sound like a very proper Bostonian. Please, please, please tell me what your version of today's Bostonian would sound like saying, can't, shan't, ant. Well, I think I just answered your question. Can't shant ant. Yeah. Is it spelled A-U-N-T? Yeah. Yeah, that's how we say it. <laughs> aunt. No, we say aunt. Can't chant aunt? Yeah, we say aunt. Hang on. I just said Let me it. talk to my aunt. My, yeah. yeah, we yeah. say aunt, not aunt. But the way that was written, it made me say, well, it made me say aunt. Um, but we, yeah, we would say can't shant aunt. Yeah. In Boston. Yes, aunts. Mm-hmm. Aunt. Aunt. Auntie Anne's pretzels, mm-hmm. because it's spelled A-N-T-I-E. Also in um, Henry's book, there's a book of Henry's where the where they rhyme aunt with pants. Oh. But I, like, I'll, I'll say aunt, and then I'll be like, oh, wait. Oh, aunt, pant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I've read that one, yes. Yeah. Uh, chicka, chicka, I, boom, boom. Yes, yes, yeah. I do the same thing. Um yeah, there's a Goldberg's episode airing in a second here in the next Wednesday, I think, that I threw another reference into your Aunt Rose. Oh, and her $10 check. Uh, angina. She didn't have it, but the line was just when one of our aunts, and I was like, say Aunt Rose. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So, Molly, let's answer your questions. Um, how did those little extras we got help the toy leashes? I thought the toy leashes worked. They're still, they're, they're still, still with working. Us. They're still with us. They're, they're great for I his mean, stroller. Define worked. I mean, he likes to throw toys. He does like to throw toys. And they make it and so. They make the toys not go They make the far. toys not go that far. I mean, I, like, I actually think they're great. So yes. Yes. They worked. They worked. Um, did the classic toys do better than anything new? Yeah, he didn't need any new toys. Like his banana toothbrush. Yeah, he was fine with everything. Um, should I just give him my car keys? Yeah. Well, I mean, I gave him my glasses and my watch. Two things he really enjoys playing with. Do you think the next time we fly, we will buy a seat for him? I don't know. Mm. That's coming up soon. It is. We got to make that decision. Think about it. Um, And formula. Yes, we did pack formula. Um, I brought those little little formula dispenser. I think I think it's from like OXO. Can you put a car seat on a plane? Yeah. And it it, seat belted in. Yep. And it's good to go. Yep. That's what we should do. Yeah, we should probably get him a seat. I mean, that is also the safest thing to do. Yeah, you know, because if the plane gets into some sort of accident, the car seat's going to make him okay. Hi, I'm Matt. (laughs) Well, it'll be better than him being in one of our laps. Yeah, sure. Um, None of us will make it, is all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Um. Formula, yes, I did pack some in one of those formula dispensers. It was fine. And then I also brought... But you love the formula dispenser. I love a formula dispenser. It's your measured formula action. It's amazing. You just dump the 
It makes everything the, so the easy. Quadrant into the yeah. bottle, and there you go. Yeah, it's so it's so nice. Just a, like it's the it's one of the like prep ahead things that I'm always like, thanks, Pastori. Yeah, um, it's the it's the it's the it's the road equivalent of a Brezza. Yeah, <laughs> without the warmth. Um. So yeah, I haven't had an issue with security with that. So yeah. We have got to take another break. Okay, let's do that. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Back nice and short, that break. I hope you all enjoyed it. Don't forget to have your pet spayed or neutered. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, wait. I put the... Put the wrong uh put the wrong doodad in the hoo-ha. The wrong doodad in the hoo-ha. Um okay. Here's a voicemail. Hi Shafrairez, it's Katie Shinden. Um pause the pod to collect my thoughts, but I'm just gonna leave a little message, hopefully not as long as my usual ones, but perhaps it hmm. may be. Um regarding having another baby using IVF. Okay, so my perspective is a little different. Um, you know, I had my first set of IVF babies were twins back in 2004. They're turning 16 next month. Um, boy and a girl, uh, had no intention of having a third baby or going through IVF again, was just so over the top thrilled at age 35 to be able to have children after struggling with ectopic pregnancy and various other, uh, gynecological stuff that made it impossible. Um, I have one of those really obnoxious stories that I know you hate hearing, that I did have my third baby spontaneously at age 38 without um, thinking about it um, because, you know, my body just knew what to do after that first pregnancy. I guess that's how they explained it. Um, so, again, had that surprise pregnancy and um, was thrilled. So now my youngest will be 13, or she is 13. But one of my twins actually is special needs. My son has autism and epilepsy and um, struggles with lots of things, although he is mostly a very happy young man. Um, So we didn't know when we um, went through IVF that there was any issue with him or anything came up until after he was a toddler. So um, I was thinking about that in regards to your mosaic embryo, because I didn't know if you were going to have a second baby, had you decided completely not to use that embryo, You know, I would just wanted to add a couple things in that, yes, you know, you may have a better chance of getting pregnant more quickly this time since your body has already been through a pregnancy. Again, that's what happens with me and a few other of my friends. Um, Secondly, sibling relationships as children, you know, not always the best, but I um, treasure my brother as an adult. We are very close. I can't imagine not having him. Our parents are passed, and he's the only person in the world that has those same memories of our parents as I do. Um, And in general, having siblings is great um, for lots of reasons, but, again, not essential. But I just wanted to throw that out there to you guys. I didn't know if you were considering transferring that mosaic embryo. And, um, yeah. So, again, sorry for the long rambling one. Seems to be my brand. Uh, <laughs> 1,741 square feet, Ventura, California. Three large teenagers, very large golden retriever, and my husband and I. Hoping for a larger house someday, but not willing to give up. 1,741. Cool okay, love you guys. Very I, specific I, I think footage. that's almost exactly our square footed now. Yeah. Oh, imagine if we had two other people here it would still be space it'd be fine yeah <laughs> um yeah well, sibling relationships I don't know I don't know I will say watching 
your your sister and the two children mm-hmm. this weekend mm-hmm. made me feel very good about not having another one. <laughs> because it was just so much work? Yeah, because like Maddie is uh, old enough to listen mm-hmm. and not quite the free spirit that, say, Sydney is. Mm-hmm. Who you turn for half a second, yes, and, and she has bolted yeah. <laughs> clear across the park. So you know, the idea of like it's just like two on one. It's just like, ugh. Even mm. if it's two on two, but like if one of you has to go to the bathroom, all of a sudden it's a losing game. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like with Henry, it's like even if he were to be someone who needed a leash, mm-hmm. it'd be a lot easier to deal with one of him. Mm-hmm. You know, because imagine if like he was running off and there was an infant around. Mm. It's impossible. We can't even we can't even walk Bo and Henry at the same time. Yeah, but that's because Bo is a maniac who likes to eat people. But what I'm saying is like Henry is, you know, when, once Henry's got full control of his legs, he's gonna be a maniac. Mm-hmm. He's he's gonna be the Bo of babies. <laughs> so you know. Uh. Anyway, I guess what I'm saying is I didn't walk away from this weekend going, we really need a sibling for Henry. I walked away from this weekend going, thank God. Yeah, but like that, the only one. But that phase of their lives is temporary. So is the phase of your life where you want another one? I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, Let's I mean, be grateful for what we have. I'm very grateful for what we have. I'm very grateful Me for too. what we Thank have. Me too. Thank you. Good night, Dory. Good night. Imagine that, though. Like, imagine having to deal with another one. I can't. I'm tired. I'm tired, too. We're old. Yeah. We're old and tired. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, your sister's not our oldness. She's a year younger than you. Yeah, but your oldness. You know? Uh-huh. How can I expect it to be a plumber, an electrician, <laughs> a father, <laughs> a stonemason? You wear many hats. <laughs> a television producer. You're like a you're like a man scout. Uh well, I was a boy scout for I a know, very long that's time. That's what I'm saying. I do like to be able to do a lot of things. Yeah, I know. And I do like to be self-sufficient. Now, if if a hardware store didn't exist, I don't know what I'd be able to do. But, you know, there's a lot that I can do. Yep, that's true. Which makes me want to one day grow up to be a landlord. Mm-hmm. I'll come. I'll, I'll be right over. Bring my travel toolbox. Yep. You'll enjoy oh, that. Man, what would I keep in there? I don't even know. Oh, my gosh. A wrench, definitely. For sure, a wrench. Couldn't find a wrench today. Oh, boy. Ugh. That's because you have too many toolboxes. No, no. They're all in one now. But you couldn't find one. I couldn't find a wrench. You couldn't because find... Because I didn't see it. Oh. It was, on the top, it was in the top drawer. Oh, I see. I didn't see it. I see. Um, okay. Oh, and then, like, all my other wrenches, right? I have one adjustable wrench. You know, a little mm-hmm. spinny guy. Yeah. And then all of my other wrenches. And then I needed a size I just didn't have. And it really annoyed me. I think I needed a five-eighths inch. That's frustrating. It was very frustrating. But, you know, I got over it. All right. Well, we're going to hear from Alex now. Okay. Hi, Dory, Matt, Bo, and Henry. Your discussion last week about whether to pursue a second child had me wondering what you were doing with all your baby stuff Henry has outgrown. We have a four-month-old baby who we're pretty sure will be an only child, but we're not certain and we and think we're too early into our parenting journey to make that call definitively. As I was packing away the newborn clothes and bassinet and baby bath she has outgrown, it got me thinking, do I keep all this stuff for how long? Shouldn't I lend it out to others, donate it, sell it? Love to hear what you or your listeners have done with all your baby stuff when you're not sure there will be another baby in your future. Thanks, Alex. In 175 square meters, which she thinks is 1,800 square feet, (laughs) in Perth, Australia, with a husband, four-month-old baby, and 40-pound Hungarian Vishla. Um, Henry's old stuff is sort of weirdly uh, the bane of my existence sometimes. We've, like I get annoyed by like the fact that I'm, right over there is a bassinet. Yes, which is like 
kind of the only thing that and then next to it is the bassinet stand yes so the bassinet and the bassinet stand there's like so many strollers like you can't even fathom how many strollers this kid has he has two travel strollers and a regular stroller that's three strollers Uh uh-huh it's more than you have bicycles you have two bicycles correct he has three strollers okay how many guitars do you have not enough to play (laughs) um but you know it's just like what are we keeping the best? What Matt? For? What Matt doesn't what know. What Matt doesn't for? realize is that I've given away ninety nine percent of his stuff. But like you know, there was like there's just like the bigger things that like I had to deal with that like you wouldn't let me get rid of that pack and play forever. And then finally, we moved and I threw it out because I felt bad because someone gave it to us. <laughs> okay. And I kept trying to give it away, and no one wanted it. Okay, well, guess where it is now? In the trash. Well, yeah, probably somewhere. Oh, shit, is our barrel still out on that old house? Ugh. I gotta go over there later. This is hard. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, so a lot of his stuff we have not... I mean, I don't know. We have his tiny tub. Still. Yeah, which he still uses, but I gave away the newborn insert. Mm-hmm. I gave away the baby dome that we never really ended up using. Yes, I remember that. I gave away the boppy, the pillow, the elephant pillow. Which was, you know, so handy. So handy. So if you're out there with an infant and you're thinking about, do I need a boppy? Pillow. You should get one. Lounger. Boppy lounger. Not to be confused with the boppy uh, nursing pillow. Yes. Um, I gave away the my breast friend nursing pillow. You, I feel like we still have breast pumps around here. I gave away most of the breast pump stuff. I found a Spectra charger over here the other day. Oh, you know, I I sent, my mom asked me if I would send my Spectra to one of her colleagues who, like, I guess couldn't afford to buy one. And I said, sure. And I boxed everything up and I couldn't find the Spectra charger. So I, I sent another like 12 volt charger. I was like, this isn't the Spectra charger, but I use this. It's fine. It works. Mm. Um, and then of course, like right after I sent it to her, I found one of them. And then apparently you have the other, I have the other one over here with all these like guitar pedal chargers. Oh, so, um, yeah, but I, I, I did get rid of the Spectra. Yeah. So you're not keeping baby stuff on purpose, right? You have been trying to give it away. Yes. There's only, I've been keeping, some of his favorite, like some of my favorite of his outfits, because I want to give them to put like on some sort of doll. No, because I want to like give them to someone special. How do you make that cut? I don't know. I haven't decided <laughs> yet. Get on it, society. Um, and then, and I've also been like, you know, I. I've given away so much stuff. I now know so many moms. I know so mm-hmm. many more moms that like. Mm-hmm. If we did end up having another kid, I do feel like I would be able to get so much stuff for free or really cheap now. Um, and I wouldn't have to buy that much anymore. So I, I don't f- like in that sense, I also don't really feel bad about giving stuff away. Yeah. All right. Reasonable. Thank you. All right. Here is. A Here voicemail. it is. A voicemail. Wait, what is this? What is this? Oh, oh, I see. Nope, never mind. We're I'm not going to play voicemail. I'm just saying Dory's words. Guys, I'm not <laughs> looking at anything she's looking at. Um, okay, this is from Nicole. Nicole from the Bay Area again. Remember Nicole? Yeah, the one who's renting happily in a larger yes. place. Yes. Yeah. But she hasn't moved yet. Oh. Matt's moving advice was to get rid of as much stuff as you can before you move. But I'm here from the recent past to remind Matt why he didn't get rid of more stuff before you moved because it's fucking impossible. That's why you didn't get rid of it even before the move. My problem is that I've created so many storage solutions in this small space that I don't even know where anything is anymore. And I certainly can't go through everything without making my actual living space unlivable. Often, if I have a big organization project to do, I'll wait until my husband goes out of town because he doesn't deal with the it's got to get worse before it gets better stage very well. Also, so much of our stuff that we could have sold just ended up at Goodwill because we didn't have the space and time to waste waiting on a Craigslist flake. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we're just trying to throw away as much of our crap as we can while we're still in our condo building with huge dumpsters and not paying for garbage or recycling service ourselves. Oh, my God. You have access to huge dumpsters? That's my dream. Renting a dumpster. 
Wish us luck. We also have lots of stuff we've bought, but have been saving to use in a bigger space. Oh, hey, on your moving day, how did you plan it? We're trying to figure out how it's going to go with the movers arising, arriving bright and early and both boys at co-op preschool, which means one of us has to be there with them all morning. Oh, Jesus. Should we just forget about preschool that day? I was even thinking about getting a babysitter at the new house to keep them busy yes. so we can focus on moving stuff in. I know yes, Henry's still little, probably not at the stage of disrupting a whole move yet, but maybe we can put out the moving with small terrorists without losing your shit signal. Thanks for all you do, Nicole. Um, that's what we did with Henry. We had him we had him at the new house with the nanny with like a bunch of his toys and a pack and play. Yeah, we were sure to like we moved his stuff over first by ourselves. You know, not his furniture. Yeah, the furniture obviously went on the truck last, so it would be first loaded in, and we got him loaded in into bed almost at his normal time. Yeah. So, I would highly recommend you do that. Don't lose the manpower of one person. I mean, we had five. How many movers? Four, five, four. And me, and God, 16 hours or something. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then unpacking. Oh, my God. We're almost unpacked. Mm-hmm. Almost. Still not. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of, uh, we got a lot of um, hall closet boxes left over and a lot of uh, Matt guitar office boxes left over. Mm-hmm. Well, there's two of those. But I know what I want to do with them. I just, I just haven't had. I mean, look, guys, I've been busy. I've been working since we moved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nine million hours, and then uh, I'm not supposed to say how busy I am. But it's been hard to get anything done. And then this week, I thought it would be the big week to get it done. And it's just gonna have to wait till season seven of the Goldbergs wraps up. Got too many podcasts. That's the way life goes. Yes. All right. Everyone's life. Too many podcasts. Here's a last voicemail. Hi, guys. It's Gabby from Philadelphia. Um, I'm cracking up for a number of reasons. I love that you just played my silly voicemail. And Dory just called me Debbie, which is hilarious and totally okay. <laughs> Oops, you know, sorry. My whole life. My name is Gabrielle. <laughs> I go by Gabby, but I've heard Debbie, Kathy, Abby, Daddy, you know, Daddy. usually if I have to make like a formal professional call, I'll refer to myself as Gabrielle to avoid the awkward. Mm. So, Kathy, tell me, um, you know, and then I'm like, yes. oh, uh, actually, it's, uh, I'm, uh, yeah. Anyway, so I don't say use, um, although I think I did send you guys an email once that was like love use, mainly just as a joke in reference to, to Philly. Um, I don't say the Acme. I've never heard of that, but I know like deep Philly, they say Acme. Um, referring to the supermarket, Acme. I've never said that, and I'm not an Acme girl, uh, personally. <laughs> no disrespect. Um, so anyway, I think some uh, intended I there. Shot across the bow of Acme girls. I'm, I'm on <laughs> all these episodes. I've been listening since the beginning. Um, I do have a toddler. He's a non-science baby, but I... I am so enlightened now on the whole process, thanks to you guys, and, um, you know, treat it with such respect, and, I mean, anyway, you know, I just wanted to call you and, and say thanks, and, uh, you know, clarify the acme and you <laughs> thing. Anyway, love you guys. Love to everyone. Bye. Thank you, Debbie, Deborah, Kathy. Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> Thank you, Gab. Gabs. Do you ever get called Gabs? Anyway, Gabby, great job. Always nice to hear from you, Gabby. Dory. Yes. Let's tell everyone about our Patreon. Let's do it. Our Patreon is available. You can support the podcast, patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. Um, support the show. It's, you know, reasonable. You can come be a part of it. $5 a month, you'll get your name read right on the podcast each month and a bonus episode. If you sign up now, you'll get access to all those previous posts. So all those bonus episodes are awaiting you. In Patreon land. All right. Now, Dory, I don't have my eyes open. I'll just read these names. What is the first five names? It's not that many. Go. Marina Breed. Uh Uh-huh. Mary M. Mary Messick. Do you think Mary M. is my mother? No, because the next person is Mary Myra. Oh, there she is. Yep. She was like, why aren't I getting a shout out on Star Trek The Next Conversation? I was like, Mom, are you donating at the... 
president's club level? She's like, no, I'm at $5. I was like, well, that's why. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Here in Excellent, you get a shout out at the $5 level. There you go. Thank you, Mary, for yes. your contributions. Melanie Bronbeck, mm-hmm. Michelle Chudzinski, Nancy Olson, Nicola Hill, Nicola Skidmore, Narantha Balagopal, hey, Olga Zilstra, Rebecca Dowson, Rob Bine. Bean. Bean. I believe we decided. Samantha. Sarah Lauer, Satish Pillalamari, Shauna Mandel, Sir Reginald Pennybottom, mm-hmm. Susan Fisher, The Byersies, Tiffany Stevens, and Wendy Fick. Thank you all so very much. We will talk to you all next week. We will talk to you Patreoners this, this week. week. Gotta get it done. Next week, tune in. We might be recording from Vegas mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or right after Vegas. Who knows? TB. I think we're learning from today and we're just going to try to do it while we're there. Correct. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.